Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the coach steve show podcast welcome back everybody uh make sure you're hitting the like button and the subscribe button on the youtube channel 
Uh, and then the podcast can be found anywhere you listen to your podcast. Follow it, rate it, especially rate it on iTunes and Apple. It goes a long way. Uh, but again, like and subscribe. Grows the channel. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. All that good stuff. Um, this podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Media Network. You go to bellyupsports.com and check out the Belly Up Media Network. They've got podcasts, blogs, and different things for you. Not just all sports, but everything else. Um, go check all that out. Um, so let's dive into today. High school football is coming back. We're in the summer. Um, you know, it's way into June. So we're going to continue a subject, a topic that I tried last year um, on this podcast. It's our simple offense. I'm going to change it to simple offense, simple football talk. So if you go on the YouTube channel, click on the playlist, there's simple offense. There's different things. We're going to get back to it for the summer. But one thing that we're going to talk about here is summer football and what different topics and everything else. So we're going to talk about summer football slash summer sports and what goes into a summer that maybe some people don't think about when they think of high school sports and summer football. What goes into it? You have to be organized and we're going to discuss, we're going to break it down now in this episode. We'll have different stuff. You know, we're going to talk about organizing because you got calendars, you got coaches meetings and different things. How do you organize your offense? How do you organize your defense? You know, seven on seven, lineman challenges. What do you do with drills, culture building and um, how and strength and conditioning. So we're going to talk about different things. We're going to break it up. Um, this might be an episode a week for the summer organization up until we get to the season. So we'll get through it. But this is for again young coaches that necessarily there's there's stuff out there for everybody. There's you want something with X's and O's. It's out there. I have stuff for X's and O's. Other coaches do. I will be putting up more X's and O stuff of what I've done in the past, what I've seen, uh, maybe what we might do this year. Not necessarily everything. But just things that we've done, things I've talked about, um, me and other coaches that we've sat down and talked. So there'll be X's and O's. This is for, you know, coaches. Again, go back to the simple offense. There's some coaches out there that maybe don't ask certain questions because they don't know it. Uh, maybe they don't know exactly what techniques are. Because I can tell you no offense to when I played high school, I didn't know what a one technique was. I didn't know what a zero technique was. I didn't know any of that. I just knew gaps. I knew man blocking. So that's why we didn't know techniques. It was block the first guy head up to the right of you. And I still use that type of terminology, but I still use techniques. If I say, hey, you know, if I tell on power, you're a gap down backer, and then we don't block him, I say, hey, yeah, block the one technique because he is down. It's gap down backer. So I use both terminologies because I want the kids to know the techniques. So that way, if they go into coaching, they know it. If, you know, I left or if another coach left because this is a part of it and we'll talk about uh, you know, I want to talk about all of that. You know, when you're talking to coaches about jobs, when to leave, and this and that, this this is what's going to be about this. So there's young coaches out there that don't know this, and I want them to have all the information out there. You can find X's and O's everywhere, but I want them to hear and have different viewpoints because I'll talk to coaches about everything. I've talked to different coaches about inside zone, and a lot of it's the same. A lot of it's different. So let's talk about summer. When you are a high school coach and it's the summer, there are different things you are going to battle. There are different things that you're going to have to confront. Number one, how you organize your schedule. Now, I have helped head coaches organize their schedule. I've had conversations. One thing you have to do is you have to have it set ahead of time, obviously. So, Summer, how do you organize it? What do you decide? Do you have football camps right away after school ends? It depends on what your district is. But a couple things to think about before you decide what you're going to do. Number one, you have to understand there are other summer camps going on in the summer mainly depend on where you're at 
up here where I am, you will have basketball camps in the month of June. You will have basketball tournaments slash shootouts in the month of June. Some might continue into July. And I'm not talking travel ball. I'm talking about with the high school. You will have summer baseball, whether it's summer baseball camps or some high schools have summer baseball games where they go play in the month of June. So when you are a football coach and you're trying to organize your calendar, one thing I recommend is you have to talk to the other varsity coaches. So that way you know they probably know their shootouts. If they host them, they already know them. So you can make that determination on what time you want them for your camps, when to go schedule other things. We'll talk about seven-on-sevens and stuff later on. This is organizing it at the very beginning in your calendar. I have been a part of many different calendars. I've been a part of different organizational things in the summer. I've been a part of where football camp starts, you know, if you're done with school at the end of, you know, the Memorial Day, after the day after Memorial Day, if you have teacher institute, that following week into June, you start football camp and you're going football camp, then maybe a week off or two weeks off, another week of football camp, because you also have to know contact days. Today of Illinois, I believe we, we got 25 and then COVID they changed it to 20. So you get 20, 25 contact days, which by definition is contact, there's a football around, you're doing different things. So you have to know, okay, I can only get so many days. So I've been a part of five a day football camps where you go that whole week in June, then maybe take a week off and they're just lifting, they're doing something else. Then you come back the next week, there's five days of football camp. So right there, you use 10 days. If you go Monday through Friday, there's 10 days. And then give them a week off. They get a couple of days off for the 4th of July. Maybe you come back for three days. So there's 13. You come back, there's five. There's 18. You take a week off, you come back, finish out the football camp. You have a couple extra days for, you know, if you have 18, you use your five. You have 23, then you've got two days. You want to go to two seven-on-sevens or whatever it is. And then you have the dead period for us in Illinois. Then you go into your season. Been a part of stuff like that. I've been a part of where you do two weeks in June, like back-to-back. You go football camp week, football camp week. Then you have weightlifting, speeding conditioning, telling them they can go on vacations or whatever. Then you have where in July you have two weeks more of camp. So there's your 20 days. Then you got five extra days. So during those other times, you have seven-on-sevens and everything else. Sometimes I've had football camp, you have a long break, then you go to a seven-on-seven, and it counts as one day because it's the same day. Depending on the hours of camp, you can shorten down the camp hour, go to seven-on-seven, so you're working around the hours of your contact day. That's a part of that as well. You have to look at that. You have to get those scheduled. A new thing is joint practices. Last year, we had two. Um, We had somebody come to us. We did lineman challenges. We did seven-on-seven, and then we went to a school and... You have a joint practice. You do drills. You do team versus team type things like inside run periods, uh, seven on seven, but you're in helmet shoulder pads. Um, So you have to organize that. You have to make that decision. I've been a part of, and this one kind of sticks out to me, and hopefully coaches out there maybe think about this, especially if you're in Illinois. I was a part of a high school where the whole month of June – was all weightlifting and speed and conditioning for football. So it's labeled open weight room, but football comes in. Anybody can come in. Basketball can come in. Baseball can come in. But it was labeled where they just lifted four or five days a week. They had speed and conditioning as well. So maybe they lift three days a week, two days. They're running or doing whatever, whatever the strength coach wants. And they do, and they did this because 
there's some kids that are going to play football and their main sport is baseball, but they like playing football, but their main one's baseball, their main one's basketball. So to not con- to get these kids tired going to all these camps, not to, you know, drain them, uh, not to make it where you have to be here, you have to be here and pulling them different ways. Let them go play basketball because they're running. As long as they come to the weight room. That was the big stickler was they come to the weight room. Then the whole month of July, use all your contact days. Four or five day a week camps, seven on seven on a Saturday. Again, maybe you have camp for an hour and a half in the morning. Then they go off for a little while. And then you go to a seven on seven at like five o'clock at night. Still part of your contact day. You have those opportunities. So the whole month of July is all football camp. You're putting everything in you need to. You get that dead period of seven to 10 days in Illinois, and then you go right back into August. So you're rolling right into August, picking up right where you left off. And once I saw that and I realized like they could, and you still lift in July, don't get me wrong, just because you do all of it in June doesn't mean you don't lift in July. That's part of your football camp. So if your practice is two hours, maybe the one day, okay, we're going to go an hour and a half or an hour and 20 minutes, they're going to lift this day, the next day they won't, whatever the head coach and the strength coach decide. So that's another part of your organizational skills, organizational um, uh, calendars and everything. Have your strength coach, if you do it as a head coach, figure out your strength program and how you're going to approach in the summer. If you're one of your coaches, is your strength coach. You sit down, have a conversation, what's best, and put it on the calendar for the kids. And so you have to make sure that that type of stuff is organized. So some of you younger guys are looking to be head coaches. I have not been a head coach, striving to, but I have not been. But I've been a part of these conversations with head coaches and how to do this. And that's part of it. And I'm trying to tell you, you are going to battle with basketball camps and baseball camps and vice versa. Basketball camps are going to battle with football when you do this. Now, there's no basketball in July. There's no baseball. And I'm talking about high school. The, the, the travel stuff makes no sense to me. And they're doing travel basketball. I think the high school sports should come before the travel because if you're really good, they're going to look at your high school stuff. Yeah, they'll know you play travel and everything, but they're going to look at the high school um, sports if you're an athlete. So you have to make sure that type of stuff is organized. You talk to the varsity coaches. Going into the summer, part of your strength and conditioning are you going to do the whole month of June? Does it split off where you do football camp, strength and conditioning, football camp, whatever you want? I don't think there's a wrong way to go about it. I personally, after being a part of lifting and everything in June, they're going to basketball, they're going to baseball, they're doing other things they want. You're helping promote the other sports in the school. And in turn, make sure you're communicating, even if you're not the head varsity football coach, that you promote other sports. And in turn, those coaches will hopefully work for you. Like for me, I am the run game coordinator and varsity line coach for the football team. I am now a freshman basketball coach. So part of my job is to develop the freshman basketball players into the basketball program. I'm doing the same terminology as varsity. We're going to work on everything they do. So when they get to sophomores, it's just an easy transition. They get to varsity, easy transition. But a part of it is they're going to promote other sports, football and everything else. I am also going to promote football to them. But I'm going to promote baseball. And then in turn, on the football field, if I see a kid that can go wrestle, I see a kid that can go play basketball, I want to say, hey, you need to go do this because you want to promote that. If you're on the same page with those coaches, the other coaches in the building, and you can get everybody working together, that's part of it. So as a young coach, even though you're not the varsity football coach, you're not the varsity basketball coach, you can make an impact on these programs. And you young coaches out there, you got to realize you, you can do that. 
Then going into it, the last part to talk about is having your coaches be on the same page. And we'll go, I will talk more in depth with this when you talk offense, defense, you know, seven on seven and all that stuff drills. One thing going into the summer, depending on what your calendar is, are you going to have all strength and conditioning in June? Are you going to have some football camps in June? It just depends. Going into the summer is very important to have your coach and staff put together. Now, I don't know about you guys that listen. Illinois has been a hard fetch to go get football coaches. It's been tough. Um, so going into that, you have to have a staff put together. Going into the summer, you want to be able to make sure that the staff knows what their roles are. You need to have conversations and meetings, and Zoom has been a great tool for this. You want to make sure that the expectations are set to the coaching. As a head coach, that's what you want to do. As an assistant coach, whatever your role is, maybe tell the other coaches, like, you know, we're going to have a meeting before our first day of football camp just to make sure 110% we're going to be on board about drills and everything. We'll talk about what you can do in the summer with drills and everything. But you want to make it simple on coaches. Now, what I mean by this is I'm gearing more towards a new staff. If you're an established staff that's been a part of it and you've been together for a while, summers are always the same, right? If you're a program that's always competing, very rarely do you, you know, lose five games in a year. You don't change too much. Yeah, you might tweak some things. It's not always going to be the same. But if you're a new staff put together, um, for example, we lost about four or five coaches that we had to replace. And so now going into the summer, as of trying to rebuild the cultural program, we made some tweaks. And so as an assistant coach, that's a part of your job, especially if you were part of it. Some of us were a part of this for the past two seasons as this new staff. And so we, the other coaches look to us, and we have to be putting that together. We have to make sure everybody's on the same page. So as a head coach, you have to do that. As a coordinator, because I've been offensive coordinator, and being an offensive coordinator and not having the other guys on staff on board with what you're doing, except for maybe one coach. I had one coach on offense that I think was fully 110% in on what I was doing, 110%, and did everything he could to help me. Everybody else, because we had to coach both sides of the ball, everybody else always had a comment. Everybody else, you know, if the, the head coach said they could come up with their own drills, well, they would come up with drills that I thought, and we'll talk about drills in a whole nother part, but they would come up and not be on the same page. This drill has nothing to do with the type of offense we're going to run. You wanting to change part of the offense and undermine me as a coordinator is not helping with that. So what I mean by coaches being on the same page is saying, this is the offense we're doing. This is the defense we're doing. This is the weight program we're doing. We need people to buy in. Even if deep down you don't 100% agree with it, you need to respect the coaches to come in respect them don't have to hang out with them afterwards but respect them enough to come in because in turn it's about the kids especially in high school I mean every level but in high school if they those kids can tell coaches are not on the same page 
they can tell if they can tell this coach doesn't necessarily agree with everything this coach is saying, you will have issues. So having the coaches come in. Now you meet beforehand. You got to meet during the spring and make sure everybody's on the same page. So you got to make sure that coming in like hey, this is what we're doing. Now obviously in the summer, you can make tweaks, they can have ideas, you can have conversations. But ultimately, you've got to make sure coming into this calendar, coaches are on the same page. They understand what's expected of them. They understand um, the standard. They understand what offense you're doing. They understand what defense you're doing, what they expect. Um, Because being an offensive coordinator is the only way I can describe it. And coming into a summer where a lot of the assistant coaches wanted to change things, a lot of them had their own ideas, and then you have to turn around and be the guy that puts your foot down and says, nope, you guys don't know what you're talking about. We're not going to do that and everything else. It's not a good feeling. They're not good conversations. Um, but in the summer, you got to make sure the schedule is organized properly. Decide how you want to go about it. You, your strength and conditioning program being huge. You will battle other sports. Just ensure those sports will battle with you. Make sure that you're working with those other coaches making sure your staff is on the same page, whether you're a head coach or an assistant, make sure everybody's held accountable for everything. Um, And that will help you ease into your summer. Some of coaches out there that might listen to this, you've already been in summer camp. Me, at the time of this recording, because I don't know when this will be put out there, we start camp tomorrow. I am recording the night before we start our football camp. And so for us, we're starting our camp June 27th. So whenever I decide to release this at the time of this recording, we're starting. So we had a whole month of strength and conditioning. We took the route of strength and conditioning. So um, make sure you're going through that um, and make sure that's all organized. Um, that, you know, that will end this part. Um, again, look out for other episodes going back to our simple offense and we'll do a simple defense uh, for the summer to help out some of younger coaches. I want that out there. Check out all the other episodes. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, we'll do the summer section for coaches, you know, to understand what summer's like for some of young coaches I don't know. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, so, again, thank you guys for watching and or listening. Make sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button. Um, Twitter at Coach underscore Steve72. Um, leave a rating on iTunes and leave a comment, comment section down below. Um, thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Good luck to all the coaches that maybe are starting their football camp just like us. And uh, we will see you on the next one. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.